0: Welcome to the What I Wish I'd Known podcast brought to you by three 30-something Instagrammers. There is me, Joe from Novella Loves, Lauren from the Parents and Chapter, and me, Jess, the fat funny one. So, through our weekly podcast, we try and tackle a new topic every week, often with the help of an expert guest. This week, we don't have anybody. We're flying solo, aren't we, ladies? Just, just a tiny guest.
1: A tiny <laughs> guest. A guest, but a tiny guest. She, a lot, she? she, she does. does. My food, actually, as well. She is her mother's child. <laughs> Good honour, what I like to see. And
0: we're trying to impart some of the life lessons that we've learnt or we wish we had learnt because, quite frankly, we don't really know what we're doing, do we, ladies? No. No, No, but we think it's really important, particularly with this episode, um, to start every time saying that we are not experts and we are definitely, definitely, definitely not mental health experts. And we're going to be talking about therapy today and we want to just absolutely make sure that you go and check out the show notes if you feel that anything that we've said is triggering. Also, I should say, just say on my website there, there's a whole load of all resources and we'll, we'll touch on some of those. And also just go see a GP as well if you feel you need to talk to somebody. So, yeah, it's a big one today. We've all yeah. wanted to talk about it because we've all we've touched on this throughout the episodes. But we've got um, we've all got lived with mental health experience, haven't we? So yeah. we've all had slightly different experiences and we're not on this episode going to delve too much into the what's and the why's and the wherefores, but we really wanted to talk about therapy and I think again it will be something that comes up time and time and time again and it would be lovely to have somebody who is an expert in this area come in and chat to us as well but we wanted to tackle this head on early on because we all individually get lots of questions. Bella is wanting to know all about this too. Lots of questions about our therapy. We've all had therapy um, or undergoing therapy at the moment and we felt it was a good it was a good place to start so yeah what i wish i had known about therapy is a big thing there's plenty of things but i think if i think about it and i think back to what i really wish i'd known is that it is no way as scary as i thought it would be i genuinely thought that i think we all sort of think or maybe not all but it, it, i certainly think that there's a part of me that's not a very nice individual that um, I'm sort of flawed in some way and I thought that therapy would be some kind of psychoanalysis or, or like or, or like a clairvoyant or something she'd be able to see into my soul <laughs> and see the black tar that lives within you know and yeah. I really thought that they were going
1: to shame you I guess yeah, yeah. or I'd
0: have to or it'd have to be so heavy and confront all my demons and oddness and, and this nasty person that lived and lurked within and it's so not like that. because our only
2: perception of it is really what you see on telly and movies so, so I just thought genius. I was going to go and lie on someone's sofa and she was going, how do you feel about that? <laughs> and that's what you're going to do and lie there and lie be like, down. Oh, I don't, I lie, down. So I don't go, lie down. And what do you think? I've never laid down in therapy but that's what no. I assumed it was and based on what we'd And some people must
0: seen. lie down because they always have like a, an, the ability to, like a sofa yeah. or something but I, no, I definitely don't lie down. And that's actually why I started my, on Instagram I do a thing called Therapy Thursdays where basically before I I go into my therapy session on Thursdays. I do a quick couple of stories about how I'm feeling. And then I come out and I do a debrief session. And I just say, kind of in as boundaried way as possible, without basically allowing everybody into my therapy sessions, but talk about what we talked about. Because it became really obvious to me that I was going for postnatal depression. But I could have a whole session talking about my mother-in-law.
2: or <laughs> <laughs> you know, you oh, hope she don't listen but, oh, she and won't. how much you love her, and, her and family, oh, how, how, how wonderful amazing she is. She yeah, is okay. yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously.
0: <laughs> but I could, or my mother, or you know, family, friends, uh, different relationships, my relationship with Chris. You know, all different things, all uh, my childhood, or you know, all yeah. sorts of things, where it wasn't particularly how I've been feeling that week, and but it also some of it wasn't super deep and wasn't childhood. Some of it was like actually, just this week, I've been struggling a bit with managing x y or z you do something really really innocuous and i wanted to kind of get that out there to people and show that it wasn't super scary it it's really and once you find the right counselor that's a big moment as well because i'd had counseling and i hadn't them.
1: clicked but yeah so what about you girls what's sort the of thing you wish you'd known um i think that get ready for this one that actually therapy can be fun i know i've just said something <laughs> that is weird um Oh, but I, I, think, I think what we are, again, it all, all talks to the media and how they portray therapy being that it's heavy, exactly what you described, Jake. Someone Cummison, very, like, stern. Stern and just a bit boring. Control. He hasn't got a sense of humour. Yeah. My therapist is superb. I, always, I, I treat my sessions as like I go in with a really full trolley full of stuff and we sit there, we actually have a laugh and yes, I might go in feeling like crap because her style, which as you say, finding the right person is one that is, that makes light of all the heavy stuff and that works for me. I actually look forward to seeing her and you feel liberated and yes, when you, you know, two days later the world could fall to shit again, but actually it is fun because I go in with all this stuff. She helps me. We have a giggle about life. feel she lighter, unburdened, and, feel and, lighter. and she imparts. Yeah. A lot of therapists typically have gone through something terrible themselves, Absolutely. which is what spurred them on. She shares that, and I think if we could try and attach some really positive, um, you know, words to describe therapy, I think you know, people would just see it as chatting to somebody. But I actually find it fun, and I wish I'd had known. Well, I've been having it since I was eighteen, so well, you know, wish I'd known it a few years before that. But <laughs> uh, could, could encourage more people. To look yeah. at it that yeah, way, that it's not this boring, heavy thing that's like going in for a brain surgery. or Something you should be ashamed of. I mean, no, people absolutely, not. Um, and or it goes two ways, doesn't it? It's either something that people
2: should be ashamed of, or something people think is trendy. yes and I yes. think there's such a as the American lifestyle yeah, of and it's, like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going go see my therapist. Well, they Skype, don't they? Yeah, it yeah, is. It
1: they, is have here. they have that. They have that.
0: Yeah. So I do some of my therapy, um, not my regular therapist, but I have. So I have. <laughs> I've got my entourage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, you should be American.
0: (laughs) Goes back legally blonde again. Different ones
2: for different days of the week. (laughs) I know.
0: I'm, I'm so needy. Um, I shouldn't say that. See, no. Um, I, I, I have. Somebody who sort of helps me with this whole social media side of things, which is really great. And I speak to her on... Um, it's actually via an app, and it's called Minds for Life. And we have a sort of video conferencing, um, exactly like Skype, but it's through their app, and it's brilliant. There's I just thought so many, many options, it, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yes, There's exactly. so many And I think that's
2: what people don't realise. I think the most common question I get is, how did you find your therapist, yes, or what I get did that, you do? Yeah. Um, so for me, I went on the counsellor's directory, yes. which... Um, you put in your postcode. Um, you can also uh, filter your search to particular therapy you're after. Or if there's something particular you're dealing with, whether it's divorce, relationships, parenting, you know, anything. And then they will recommend people. And I met two. Um, for me personally, I wanted to find a black female therapist. Mm. Mainly for me, I wanted someone who understood the culture of my family. I felt like they would be able to... Because they understood that, they'd impart more wisdom in terms of understanding where I was coming from or maybe things that I explained and I felt like if someone didn't kind of get that, they wouldn't have kind of got me or yeah. maybe didn't give me the advice why that it I... Yeah, why for it was you. an issue So I went to see two and then found my current therapist who I adore... And it was the best thing I did. But I definitely think meeting people and not being afraid when you do meet someone, if they're not right. And someone said to me once, how do you know they're the right person? And it's like, I just clicked. I just knew mm. when I walked in, I was like, I feel comfortable here. And it I feel might like a take, take
0: a couple of sessions. But well, you also yeah. do know it's like me. It's it's a relationship that you have. Yes, it's a transactional relationship because, you know, you either getting it through nhs or you might be paying for them you know that but it is like a relationship any other relationship
1: you know dates almost isn't i know that's the weirdest (laughs) comparison but you know you wouldn't go on a date with someone again uh, because you know you're going to let that that person feel uncomfortable yeah so why do you think just because they're a therapist doesn't mean they're right for you same with a bloke oh just because he's a nice fella doesn't mean all women doesn't mean you know so i think they've all got got
0: different styles there's so many different types of therapy out there and that can be really overwhelming for people i get a lot of people saying but how do i know what i need now i would say like your gp is your first port of call they'll probably refer you to six weeks cbt which is what most people start on and then from there you can explore out if you need more or less and that's basically where i came from i was like i did the six weeks and i was like i know i need more and i wanted a sort of person-based and more humanistic um talking therapy less focused on um the cbt side of things more just talking through things and just working out of my, of my own accord, how to change things rather than needing to fix the triggers. Um, but you kind of, you do you just sort of work that out as you go along but yeah, I think I think it is so relationship based and finding the right one yeah, it's like anything else in your life once you've, yeah, you've found the right one You're And tick. and
1: also, I mean I'm I said to the girls earlier and they were laughing I am tricky, i have tricky, tricky Tricky, tricky. Tricky, um, tricky, tricky And I always had this thing that i I'd try and outsmart them. I know that sounds so random and not that no, like I'm particularly academic in any I Left School at 16, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, but I'd almost be like, so how are you qualified to tell me what to do? You know, this whole <laughs> kind of like superiority thing. Um, and actually I met my match. And, and you know, don't be wrong, if anyone's thinking, gosh, I've seen three therapists. You know, we're talking, I met my now therapist 4 years ago and I've been having therapy since I was 18. I'm 32 now, so if you do the maths that's taken me 10 years to and find I the right person. And you didn't actually do the maths though. You were like Ugh, yeah. and then I was like the- quick I, I didn't do that. Um but you know I think it may take time and also it's about going through periods in your life, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you might have moments where you think I don't need to see somebody but And it can come back, you know. I've been through personally individual therapy. I've done group therapy, which for me is just the bee's knees. Sitting with other people, sharing your issues, and thinking, "Shit, I'm not that bad." And I mean that in the nicest respect. But that's it's liberating for both sides. Helpful. But you know, I've gone in and out multiple times, and I think that's another thing, isn't it, where people worry that you start ball rolling. And then a year later you think, oh, I'm wobbling, I need some more. That's okay, that's okay isn't it? Yeah, like, you can stop yeah. and start with it throughout your life. Yeah.
0: I saw a therapist at university and then didn't need anybody again until until <coughs> I had my postnatal depression. And now, since then, yeah, on off, but I see my therapist once a week and that's good for me and that works for me. But, you know, there's been times where i thought, mm, maybe every couple of weeks might be better. Yeah. But that's that's just where I... Re- and just talking just before I forget... Um, Jess, you mentioned some resources. There, the counselling directory—that's yeah. brilliant. There's also the British Association of Counselling and Psychotherapy, which is the BACP website, which we will link to in the show notes. But also, your GP is always a really, really, really good place to start. We always bang on about this. Um, not everyone gets on with their GP. Sometimes, sadly, some GPs are very rushed or um, have to bring their own stigma to the table. Um, but I would say, you know, if you're not getting the answer that you want from your GP, go back to see another GP. You can do that. But your GP is a really good place to start. And I Say that for a couple of reasons. One, because they are well, mainly because they're the gatekeeper in your area of what services you can access. Now, whether that's the six-week CBT or something else, but also they often know what charities are in your area that are doing, or which therapists and counsellors have a pro bono arm, and. So they they, they they are often very knowledgeable about what's available. If you, you know, you're, you're wanting to do something slightly different, so I would absolutely start with them. A great port of call. There's also another website which we always link to in our show notes called the Hub of Hope, and they've got national coverage. And if you put in your postcode, they will anywhere in the in the UK, they will show you what's available in your area. Um, now that might not be necessarily be for free, but I think there is. I think there always is, you know, the Samaritans, and and and, and there's no shame in being mind. And, and mind. Yeah. There's no shame in, in in ringing those, and they will have enormous resources to, to tell you where to go next. It's just, yeah. a I think it's stone. the
2: options, isn't it, and knowing yeah. where to find the information. <laughs> yes. a, Relate is another really good one. Yes. Um, Fantastic charity, and they subsidise a lot of their sessions. Yeah, a lot of the charities
0: it, do, and yeah. you don't know that, and that can be locally based. Like I know a couple in London who do a lot oh. post postnatally and give free sessions. Um, so I think that's a really underknown that's not the right word but you know yeah, like and, know you, you know people not really don't yeah thing. people really don't know how to do that so it's your GP and then trying to investigate charities in your area if if that's something you're looking at. But yeah I think it's really I remember when I first started on my sort of therapy journey and getting you know and it was through the NHS and getting getting letters through with mental health written on it we just felt like such an enormous failure and I felt like such a, there was such a weight and such a stigma. N- not necessarily just externally, like I didn't want to tell people about it, but internally mm. and I've really readjusted that and now I see therapy, honestly, as one of the best things in my life. Oh, it's I tell everybody I think everybody kind of needs it me whether, yeah, whether you think you need it or not I think just going and being able to yeah. talk and having somebody I always liken it and I liked what you were saying Lauren but I always liken it to talking to Bella totally agrees with me <laughs> um, likening it to a really informed friend but you don't have to listen to any of that friend's crap <laughs> That friend knows exactly what to say. friendship It's amazing. You don't have to listen, right? They have to listen to you and they know exactly yeah. what to say and how to guide you without you realising you're being guided into making really empowering decisions about your life um or just helping you through it sometimes you don't need any help or guidance you just need someone to listen to and oh come out just i feel unburdened which was similar to
1: what you were saying it's the same and i, I think also i mean my lady that i see she's sort of morphed into a bit of a life coach. there's nothing yes, really there's i won't tell line. her i mean i'll say to ask her anything you know what should i do this and she'll give me advice about going for a particular project or my relationship whatever it is because obviously what then she knows Mm. underpinning that is then for me it's like my demon is anxiety so she'll give me that advice knowing what the emotional impact will be so actually look at it twofold those moments where you go yes I'm going to go for that job but you know you may well suffer from depression Mm. that therapist can say well actually are there going to be triggers in that role is that the right thing because you don't want to be in a worse situation you want to pick things that I think complement who you are because whether we like it or not if you suffer from depression or anxiety that is part of you and I always get this question people go when will I be fixed and it's a really (laughs) dodgy question you go well Uh. never and I know that's brutal to say people go you can't say that but it's just a case of learning the skill set and the coping mechanisms and as you mentioned earlier Joe, deploying them not when you're in the shit. Mm. struggling and drowning but knowing to deploy them just before or even earlier to nip it in the bud but you will always have ups and downs not because you are mental but because life is bloody hard and we cannot control life and we don't know what's coming at us and anyone who says i'm not anxious worried stressed and i'm just a super chill person i don't believe them they're just very good at concealing it. We or, all have you know, whatever it may be. Physical health and we
0: all have mental health and we all at some points in our lives will need help with our physical health and more than likely need help and assistance whether that's you know you'll get into a point where you, you know you you depending on where you are on that scale you might benefit from seeing a counsellor personally i think everybody everybody would yeah. benefit from that um but you might need more or less assistance with that but we all have mental health and we all have physical health i really cannot cannot really get really really riles me up people <laughs> going i don't have mental health well you do you have a brain you so have, you a have brain. mental health yeah. and you need to look after it and also you know we hear that we hear the stat all the time one in four of us will have a mental health issue in our lives it's cannot be that it, it's far less than that, I mean, far more than that. It's, you know, it's going, I mean, I think it's pretty much everybody at some point in their life will have something
1: that is,
0: that affects their mental Triggering. health. Um, well, I mean, just, to, yeah, just to add... A brilliant,
1: a brilliant thing. Sorry to jump in there, Joe. Sorry, just to add, a lot of people, it manifests that they realise something's going a bit wonky upstairs in their head. And, and actually, for me, it was physical illness. And funny enough, I was—I've—I've I've suffered with IBS, and for years and years and years, it's—I mean, it's got so bad to the point where I was hospitalised at one point and caught pneumonia. But my dad, love him, recognised that you know I was—I was very, very young, and and I was. Not weighing a huge amount because I was going to the loo an awful lot. I had tummy ache all the time and just was in a real sorry state. Anxiety. My hair was very thin. Yeah, and, and actually, I remember I kept it with the doctor, I went to see, you know, um, gastro specialist, and then he anyway, I'm just going to go and take you to see what was then a psychiatrist, which they do kind of tick the boxes that we all think about. Um, he was <laughs> asking me all these questions, and actually, what I didn't realise is that anxiety mm. was actually really yeah, the trigger triggering. for the IBS. And so that, and a lot of people do have. I've got a good friend who had yeah. that and it took her a long it's time to work out. But it was a mental physical, Everything's a physical and mental is it? so connected. Yeah. So your second exactly.
0: brain is your stomach. where that's I I know, gut health? We could do a whole we do a whole episode on that yeah. one. Um but yes, it's um it's a really interesting thing that they're so they are so connected and I say we all have mental health and we all have physical health but it's all health Mm. it actually shouldn't really be a distinction between the two of it it's health um but yeah no i think i think i personally think everyone would benefit from just having a good chat with an informed friend
2: because they also don't know anybody else so they can't give you advice based on that it's just purely unbiased and just about you and how you can work through that and i think that's really important because i you can talk to a friend about it but you know, if you're talking to a friend about something else, I don't know, a marital problem, or whatever, they're going to be biased, aren't they? Because yeah, they've got your interests at heart. Mm-hmm. And as much as your therapist says, you know, mine doesn't always tell me something I want to hear. No. Yeah, I remember blimey. once she told me something, and I was like, pardon me? What do, what do you, pardon? No. No, no, this is not how this works. You know, yeah. this isn't... Because I was so shocked that she kind of said, well, wasn't actually, on your side. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you might not be right about it. Sounds like I'm always right. That's this not, is not what my say. my said. You
0: not, might not always like me. Yeah. I might not always say the thing that you want me to say, but I love that yeah Yeah, I do do. and I
2: think one of the things I would say to people is managing their expectations so when I first went the first few sessions I was a bit like why am I here Yeah. so all I got was like so what do you do for work and I was like Seriously, look, I was expecting to to come here. Yeah, I was supposed to come here. I mean, you're supposed to, like, fix me. my time. Yeah, and I'm done. Um, And one of the things she said to me is, I can't help you move forward if I don't know where you've come from. And I was like, like, Whoa, okay, that makes sense. And she wanted to know more about me because she needed to know, you know, what was my family dynamic? What was my childhood like? Because how does she help me if she doesn't know any of those things? So the first few sessions I think people need to expect not to go in and come out. Really, you know what, I mean? what like, we really, said Because really, you think you're going to go in, I'm going to lie on a chair, you're going to ask me how I'm feeling <laughs> and then I'm going to leave and that's not what
1: it's like. It takes about three to four sessions. You yeah, go got and come out and you think this is a load of shit. Yeah. What am I paying this woman for? She should give me a refund. Oh man, <laughs> give me a refund and then something clicks, doesn't it? They yeah. ask you a question and then you, you could be sitting on the toilet and it it makes <laughs> you think twice, doesn't it? You think,
2: yeah. oh. Penny drop moment. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, it's, and so give it time. Absolutely. Think is a key and thing. finding
2: the right type of therapy. I know we've just said it, but mm. you know, some people will work better in groups, some people will work better one-on-one. Oh. Don't be afraid to go to something and it not feel right and say, I don't like the way this is going it's not helping me it's hindering me let me do something else because the longer you stay in a situation where it's not helping you it will hinder you and, and could potentially not be great for you oh, in the completely. long run mm. so you have to be quite open to saying this isn't it's not right, right. Yeah, yeah this isn't right I want to try something a bit different mm. and
1: I've sat I mean I've personally sat in rooms with uh, I could write a book on it with quite severe addicts, people with eating disorders, people with severe depression, um, very visible uh, outputs, shall so we say, of mental health. And without sounding selfish, I've gone into those environments and thought, sort of, I feel worse. And I can't be in this environment. And people think, oh, I can't say anything because that person's worse than me. But there's moments where I've turned and gone, I'm not ready for this. Or, or actually, I'm not. I'm not at that point. I can't handle it. And I think, you know, it's OK to press the pause button as well, isn't it, when things get a bit deep and I always say to people and I'm I'm no expert but a lot of what you end up pulling out of the weeds and a lot of this is probably in the weeds when when you suffer with um, mental health issues probably stuff that might well trace back to your childhood and and if they do ask about your childhood that's why because actually they're not just being nosy sods there's generally something that probably traces back and that can be very difficult and but mm. I, and i'd say do it yeah like you say at your own
0: pace so yeah i've I, my my therapist always says you know this is this is we take this as fast or as, as slow as you're comfortable, you can stop this at any time. And and she does, and periodically we'll we'll check in and say, you know, is this something we just want to pause on? for? And we say, because yeah. I like to know, I like to be in control of everything. So she says, and she, and she knows that, and so she's like, right, let's for three weeks not talk about this topic, unless you really want to. We just pause on it, because it, you might feel like you're going a bit too fast on it, and we'll go back to it. And I think knowing that as well is really helpful, that I am in, she. then... They're they're there to help, they're not there to hinder and ultimately I'm in control of how fast or in the pace that we go? With you have to go pace. when you're
2: ready, though. And oh God, yes. I you know you can't force someone to go. Mm. And so whether you're listening and thinking, you know, I really think you know my friend or my husband should go, or you know someone forcing me to go, it will not work, and you won't get anything from it if you're being forced to be there. It has to be a decision you you make, and you have to be open for the change. Otherwise, you're just wasting just your doesn't. time. You have no. to have that moment where you think this is something I really need, and the person has
1: to make that decision for themselves. Well, it's probably. Not even I need because quite often I think people don't like to think they need it, and that's Mm. you know the biggest battle is that. I always use this phrase, owning your shit, and nobody likes to own the shit bits. And Joe, you know, you were talking about how you. You were this dark, awful person, you know, and you you were almost over owning in that respect. But a lot of people going, going, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. But yet they may have caused a path of destruction. Or like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that's that's the big thing. And actually, I think it's like a process where recognizing you could do with talking to someone. That maybe the resources around you, your parents, your mates, not quite working. And then I think understanding therapy is not this evil, awful thing, and thinking. What's the worst can happen? Then enduring and that there's process. There's no shame, there's no the shame but I think that there is a process of, as we've all said, there is a part in there where you've got to own your shit, and that includes the not so nice bits and the really nice bits because we're not perfect but we like to think sometimes that we all are like speak for yourself (laughs) Uh, you know and there's bits about me that I've gone yeah I know I'm this and actually I now walk around going look this is who I am and I think the most attractive quality and if you're not there yet you know this is a a liberating stage to get to you but it's taken me years and this has only happened in the last year and as I said having it since I was 18 but to own your shit and go this is me I'm good, bad, ugly, indifferent, take it or leave it. And that is the most liberating point. But that's years of therapy to get there. And, and it doesn't happen overnight. There is no fix, I don't believe. I mean, you, as you say, you have good and bad moments, but it's a process. Process yeah. takes time. And constantly. It's a constantly evolving process as well. It just yeah. doesn't.
0: It, everything shifts. You know, you can be absolutely fine. You think fine and life throws
1: a punch doesn't it it does and i mean just to add in there as well i've had couples therapy i don't know if anyone else has had that in the room that's a lot. I get a lot of people asking about that. Um, you could argue mine didn't work because I'm getting a divorce, but we had a go. Um, but, you know, that's actually really, really good. And it's not what people imagine it to be. So if anyone's sitting there thinking, gosh, you know, we have had kids, the dynamic's kind of not quite working. Um, you know, as long as there's ideally two <laughs> open, I wouldn't say willing, but open minded participants, yeah. that's another form I of think therapy. That's
0: interesting. And that's something, it reminds me of something, of, um, Holly, the Yes Mum, says um, and she says she went through a divorce and she said that they did couples therapy for I don't know how long they did it before, before they got divorced but she said it actually helped them not fix their relationship obviously because they ultimately got divorced but it actually helped them both realise that that's what needed to happen and they were two different people at two different points in their lives and had they not have had that therapy together it could have been a far messier and far different situation um,
2: of with a lot of blame the, probably yes whereas <laughs> yeah.
0: the, the therapy really helped with that and I'm not saying that's everybody's experience but I think that's worth bearing in mind as well yeah,
2: and not just the relationship as in a spouse you could have oh. a relationship with a parent or a sibling mm. and you know couple doesn't have to mean couple it was in romantic no. relationship it yes. could be any relationship that you want support on so like oh. me and bella might go so we can <laughs> so we can, can you you chill bella? we can
0: chill during recording not not just yet no just <laughs> no <yet. just laughs>
1: but but you know the reality is you look at our children today and in the world <laughs> scary world that they're growing up in the chances are they probably will be in therapy and I know Joe, you you had this as so have I this fear of we're going to fuck our kids up because yeah. we've got issues and I think your counsellor said to you and mine said to me it's probably going to happen so on that basis. Probably just but not in the way that you think it <laughs> no.
0: is so stop stressing because yeah. I was like oh Bella's going to be sat in this not this office but a <laughs> similar <laughs> office because I'm in my counsellor's garden shed and I'm pretty sure that in Chingford I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen but I was like you know she's going to be sat in and talking about her mum and And I'm like, oh, my God, that's going to be me and I would have caused that. And she's like, probably, because we're all formed by our childhoods. But it won't be all the things that you're worried about, so stop worrying about it. Yeah. yeah. And
2: I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And I think it's interesting you said about your IBS, because Sophia is quite an anxious child, but she can't articulate that at six. So her way of saying it is, I've got a stomachache. So she'll oh. say, I, I don't feel where well, I've got a stomachache. And at first, I was like, this kid is sick all the time. Like, mm. what are they doing at school? anxious. And then realized actually she was just quite anxious she and just she just couldn't describe it. And the only way she could describe it was, I've got a tummy ache. <laughs> and that, that was. And then I said, oh, Are you sure? And then she realized. And then she said one day she was nervous. Oh. And I thought, Ah,
1: okay. And that's, that's yeah. very similar to when I was very, a kid. Yeah. Very. I used to create sort of you know fantasy kind of situations and and it's all about fear of the unknown and needing that reassurance yeah. but yeah it's worth bearing in mind that you know IBS is potentially yeah. linked and and you know when I'm going through an anxious spell like right now and this is going to be graphic hope you haven't got this up loud but you know <laughs> or, or you're eating dinner don't eat your dinner but what you know whatever it comes out and and you know people go oh that's you know, you're losing weight, and you go, "No, love, it's not the right way." Because literally, the weight drops off me, and then my hair falls out, mm. and I look sallow, and and I know then I'm in that cycle, and I've got mm. to get myself out. And that's mental health. So just bear in mind, it can, the physical mental lines can be blurred. Yeah, my skin,
2: my skin yeah. breaks out, my yeah. hair falls out. Like people, it will be different to everybody. Yes, yeah. But I think it's being aware of your body, yeah. and that's why self care is so important. So when people say, to me, "Oh, you know, face mask, self care," and it, it's a bit airy fairy, but for me, it's because yeah. my Skin plates up, so yeah. I know when I'm anxious. Actually, well, that's what I need. Yeah. And you know what you need. And I think it's about being self-aware. People aren't always as self-aware as would like. Yeah, no. <laughs> I hope they well, could they be. It, but hopefully, they. through therapy,
1: we're
0: all getting there.
1: Getting so. there. Yeah. So yeah,
0: this is a big, huge topic that we have. We really, really, because this is. I think the whole the whole reason that we started this podcast was to be able to talk about mental health and how that affects our lives in all the different areas and all the things that we wish we'd known, but mental health is is huge for all of us. So we will definitely dive back into this lots and lots of times. We'd love to have a therapist on and there's all different types of therapists and we're yeah we're really gonna we're really gonna dig into this one. But I think that is probably we've all we've got time for Today on this one but we thank you very much for listening and let us know what you think you can contact us on our website which is what i wish i'd known.co.uk and always we'd love you to rate review and subscribe on <laughs> itunes I don't know why i said that, that in that voice um but it really really helps us so that would be lovely and yeah don't forget to share tell your friends and because we're really really passionate about sharing our stories and bringing about real positive change so we shall see you next week
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.